Bob Marley and the Whalers. She was one of the Whalers. She's Bob Marley's widow. Uh, Alfarita Constantia Marley. Her first name, uh, her maiden name was Anderson. Leads us nicely into today's Africa update. Good morning to you, Advocate Sipo Mantula. Refreshing morning, John. That's the way when you are in Nigeria, but anyway, is the way, Papa. So, the way of 2024, we are looking at the DRC. We'll be going to Chad from Chad. We'll be moving to Sudan, and we are closing with Ethiopia and Somaliland and also our archive. Yeah, let's have a look at that DRC. It's not going away for a little while, this one. You know, John, there was protest immediately after the announcement of the results on Sunday in Goma, the North Kivu, the eastern part of the DRC. And this has been a call from the opposition leaders that they immediately when there's announcement, they should protest because they do regard these elections as a sham, as a facade, as a, a irregular elections that were held. And remember here we are talking of Moisi Katumbi, who got 18%, Martin Fayula 5%, and the Nobel Peace Prize winner, Dennis Mukwege. Uh, just only uh, got, I mean, getting less than 1%. Now, you are having this electoral stage, uh, John. We are only waiting for the court to confirm them uh, come the 10th of this month uh, to say, is President Sisekedi um, the uh, rightful and the, the one who is legitimate to lead Congo for the second term? And remember, he got more than 70% of the vote. How were the protests responded to? When there were protests, what was it, last week, week before, they were quite violently responded. Yeah, no, no, no. The one of Goma always, there will always be the military, the police, but there's always been violent, John. Uh, whenever you have post-election violence and the pre-election violence, you will never uh, say that the that uh, police and the military too can respond will always be at a minimum level. It's only maximum level they have to respond. What's happening in Chad? I see they're trying something different, putting opposition leader in to help the president. That is Dr. Success Msara, who's now named as a, a prime minister, the head of the transitional government in Chad. Uh, Muhammad Idris Debi Itno, uh, the junior, as a transitional president yesterday, uh, coming with the decree to appoint uh, Dr. Success Masara uh, as the prime minister under the newly adopted Fifth Republic Constitution. Uh, remember that he he's taking over from Saleh Kezabo, uh, who resigned on the 30th of last month. A very important move if one looks at how a leader, a military leader appointing an opposition member or a leader to be the one leading this transition in Chad Jamena. Also good news in Sudan and Ethiopia. You know, the news that are coming is that the Sudan paramilitary leader, uh, General uh, Dagalo, he has been moving around the African, I mean, this East Africa region from Uganda, Ethiopia, Djibouti. But in Ethiopia, he met with a, a civilian pro-democracy politicians to uh, raise this issue of how to resolve the conflict uh, in Sudan that erupted in April last year. We're also getting to the 10th month of that conflict and there is nothing coming out uh, between General Hamdit as well as General Abdallah Fattah uh, uh, that, you know, John, the question of Sudan is that even if he's moving around, engaging, we need to find a peaceful resolution for the conflict that is in Sudan because it has a serious impact to the women and to the uh, children of uh, that country. Uh, Yeah, and uh, how is the Central African Republic and Uganda getting involved with that conflict? 
you know the issues that the car it is in the sahel so you will always have always uh the impact of those who are neighboring yeah. sudan whenever there's a conflict even of refugees when there's a war people have to move from one country to the other so even car has not been stable you know when you look at the sahel it's one of the heated belts uh, in terms of conflict in the african region that we should put focus on in 2024 as i said yesterday that we need to start to move towards silencing the guns but also silencing the minds in our people in terms of this conflict interesting move by ethiopia they got access to the red sea at last but now that is with the uh, breakaway from somalia you have somalia and you have somaliland right. now with punt with uh, with uh, somaliland is that as you said ethiopia has been trying since um, 1993 to can engage with its former neighbors starting with eritrea now with this one of somaliland it also endorses and recognize the state of Somaliland. Remember that when you talk of the Red Sea also, it's for maritime trade. It's nothing else when you are now engaging, because what they signed yesterday, uh, President Abi Ahmed, I mean, the Prime Minister Abi Ahmed and the Somaliland President Muse Bihi Abdi, uh, yesterday when they were in Addis Ababa, they say it was a historic uh, mission for Ethiopia to access uh, the seaport. And like I said to you, it's for trade relations, John, in most instances. Uh, it is it is it, it, um, one cannot see it as the Suez Canal, where we see the Suez Canal also is being used in the conflict of the Middle East. But the Red Sea uh, between Somaliland and Ethiopia, it will definitely improve what we say is Africa intertrade, as well as the airline, Ethiopian airline, will be moving uh, towards Somaliland now. I'm having a look at the maps, uh, Africa Simpumantula, and Djibouti is really, for, for lack of a better word, it's really just a port state. You would think that yeah. Ethiopia would use Djibouti all the time, big roads leading in there. I guess that's their main trading port, isn't it? That is, but the Djibouti also is having a lot of uh, foreign troops, you know, coming from the French, from the USA. Uh, so Djibouti, you can say, it's highly volatile with the foreign presence of military. But for them to move to the Red Sea, right. I think it was a diplomatic and a security reason. And what happened on this day? I'm looking back 60 years ago, John, 2nd uh, January 1964, uh, the former and the first president of Ghana, Kwame Nkrumah, escapes the fifth attempt assassination to his life, the first being in 1962 and followed in 1964. And remember, 1966, he was um, uh, there was this military coup that happened in Ghana. So this day, Kwame Nkrumah escaping death. Uh, in Accra, in Ghana, as we are still in that 2024 moment in South Africa, John. This is the education month, by the way, John. Mm -hmm. So as Africa Update will constantly educate our listeners and our young people that back to school is around the winds of the wind and around the waves of the sea. Asante sana, John. Advocate Sibu Mantula, thank you very much.